Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. I am here with uh, me, Victor, and my lovely <laughs> wife, Patty. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going well, thank you. <laughs> I know. I was like, why did I just say that? Yeah, so today's episode is going to, we're going to share with you five things you can do that will help you increase your self-worth, which might sound like a boring task, but if you think about it, our degree of self-worth directly correlates with how all aspects of our life are experienced. Mm -hmm. If we have a low self-worth, which most of us do come to find out as we go through an awakening, right? Right, yeah. Then our relationships, our careers, our, our where we live, everything, yeah. our friends, everything is a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. But the problem <laughs> is we have a lot of unconscious, uh, unresolved, uh, you know, harsh criticisms about ourselves to where we don't oftentimes, our, our unconscious definition and self-worth oftentimes does not really reflect at all reality. Yes. So... This has been a constant, uh, a constant evolution for both Patty and I, <laughs> and we want to share with you some of the things that we've done that have helped us dramatically along the way. Again, simply because it, it as you increase your self worth, your life changes for the better on all levels. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number one, we wrote down celebrate the victories. Now, how many of you? will accomplish something whether it be big or small and then move on to the next thing rather than giving yourself time to like physically and emotionally acknowledge what you've done appreciate yourself and let that sink in so it may become an aspect uh, you know, of your self-worth. Most time, it's not that we suck at life. It's that we don't oftentimes take time to savor our successes. Right. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is, I still kind of struggle with doing that because I feel like I'm always busy. Like I'm always doing something like, oh, there's always something that has to get done. So, so I don't think about like, hey, I've, you know, we've raised three pretty amazing kids and that's a huge feat right there. Like, yeah. wow, that's like a big deal, you know, or sometimes it could be something as small as like, you know what? I just cleaned up my closet. Yeah. That's, you know, I didn't really have time to do that, but I did it anyway. And that's pretty amazing too, you know? Right. But what do our minds do? We clean the closet and then, and it's then like, we okay, think, okay, now oh, I got to do this. Now there's the Now I garage. have to clean the, the bathroom. Oh yeah, the garage. Oh God. Don't even go there. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that we gave the suggestion because this is something neither of us do very well at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we should. And it's something that is, I feel like super important, really. It is. Because... It, you know, you're not focusing on what's happening right now. You're focusing on what needs to get done, and that's no way to live. Right, right. Yeah, this is something uh, Patty and I will also agree to work, and I heard it from Brendan Bouchard, one of his uh, sessions, and I, I, it like really resonated with me when he said that. I was like, yeah, yeah. you know what? I don't no, do you, that. No, never. Especially me. I get very, yeah. you know, I get very hard on myself. I have kind of a, a maybe a lower sense of self-worth than you would expect for having like this notoriety and all this stuff right. that I've sort of been through and accomplished in my life. Um, yeah, and I would say that I'm going to use this as a push to take time to savor 
my uh, my successes. In fact, you know what? It's funny. I, I I used to I was doing this for a little while because when I heard it from Brennan Bouchard, what I was doing as a way of applying this is every day after work, um, rather than feeling like there's always more to get done, mm-hmm. I would write down three or four key things that I actually did accomplish. Oh, and I would nice. take a moment to oh, meditate. I did that for like two weeks and and, and oh. I stopped. <laughs> I'm gonna start again though. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. Right? I, yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe we should do that together at the end of the day, like in sure. bed. Like we could even just discuss that. Yeah. In fact, one last We're, little tip before we move on is, and I'm, I'm not doing this actively anymore. There's only so much you can do in a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing called the five minute journal. You can look it up on Amazon. And oh, that the, Tony, Tony it, Robbins? I don't or? know. If, I think he does it. I don't know. Oh. If it's not his book or anything. Oh, okay. But it's real quick. Just before I move on. It's like you wake up and you write down three goals for the day. You write down three things to be grateful uh, yeah, grateful for when you mm-hmm. wake up. And then the, the following evening, you wake up. Uh, in the evening, you write down three things that happened that were awesome that day. So it's sort of like doing that same thing. Not so much about a victory, but acknowledge, I guess that's more of a great a gratitude thing. But it could be Well, used gratitude in that way. is kind of, you know, like you can be yeah, grateful that you some, accomplished something. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's kind of in a sense, related yeah. in a sense. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, any little practical ways you can go about applying that, I believe would uh, be helpful. And when I was doing that, it really was helpful. It really did make a difference in my yeah, life. Yeah, I, I think that like now, like that's something that we should maybe do together. We can like support evening, each yeah. other and help. Like mm-hmm. at night, you know, we kind of have our pillow talk, and yeah, yeah, we're like brainstorming right now. Right. Yeah. yeah awesome. Oh yeah, we'll get back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Number two, not as easy. And this is not my advice, so don't don't get mad at me. This is from Eleanor Roosevelt herself. She said, do something every day that scares you. And, I, of course, we all know that doesn't mean, like, spook yourself. It means challenge yourself. Step outside of your comfort zone because who we actually are, what we're made of, our true uh, actual worth can oftentimes be revealed when we surprise ourselves Mm -hmm. and take on things beyond our little safety net and then say, wow, that was tough. I was afraid, Mm -hmm. but I did it. And and then then, then we go and celebrate the victory, like going back to number one. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. That's, this, this one is probably my, my biggest challenge because, you know, I live like in a little bubble kind of, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like going outside of that bubble is, can be uncomfortable. Like today we went on a hike and we went climbing and this is like my nightmare. Like this is <laughs> like not the, I, if there is a terrifying plummet to my death, that's not something that I'm going to be ever doing. So we're climbing up this mount, this, you know, mountain this morning and, I, the higher we get, the more I'm like, you know, I just don't understand people that are, are mountain climbing. I I just, I rock climbers. I just don't get that. I just don't know why we have to go to the top. Why do we have to go to the top? And, you know, I went about as far as I could possibly go. And and before I had my meltdown. (laughs) I'm surprised you chose to bring this topic up today. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it did. It's, you know, that's kind of an something example it is. This. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that for me, that was a victory. Like I went as far as I possibly could, even though I didn't make it to the top, I still went way farther than I would have had I not even gone on that mountain, Yeah. you know, right. or another, another thing that, um, came to mind was when I went to Peru, I was really kind of nervous about going by myself and flying alone and, you know, having that experience. But that was something that, um, 
you know, changed me dramatically. Yeah. I would say you do maybe not as much as you would like, but you still do. You should maybe listen to, num- to number one and celebrate mm-hmm. the times you've right. done that. You and know? I feel like doing something that scares you every day, that's maybe not always possible, but at least once a week, make a big step to do something that challenges you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I look at it like that. It's just like, uh, it's like listen, the, the magic happens outside your comfort zone. I'm, I would say I'm fortunate, but I've chosen to take on a life path that does require me to constantly step out of my comfort right. zone. This is something I do and have been doing very consistently for many years as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, it, it's literally a constant stretching outside of what's comfortable. And I believe most of us are sort of forced into this who are going through a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. We do tend to attract situations that do stretch us, whether we want to or not. You know, life will sort of provide us with the rite of passage we need to uncover who we actually are. So I would say everyone listening, I would bet, is someone who does this to an extent. And you're included, of course. Right. Yeah. But those of you, if you're sitting idle and waiting for the magic to happen, well, again, I'll reiterate, the magic happens outside of the comfort zone when you take that leap of faith yeah. and go towards something that you're, you're passionate about and then you can prove to yourself that you had it in you all along. But if you never if you never can show your logical, physical mind that you can do it, then your sense of self-worth will stay the same because you'll always be wondering. Yeah, I also think that when you said the word passion, this, this kind of popped in my head. I feel like when you are challenging yourself through something that drives you passionately it makes it easier to challenge yourself because you're doing something that's sort of like pushes you you know internally yeah. so the you're passion like passion yeah. is like a fuel yeah yeah it, yeah it's, it's like the like, gas in the gas tank and it's also a worthy of enough you gotta have a strong why to, to pull you right you know if you're just i'm just gonna go you know jump to the mud or something ridiculous <laughs> there's no real payoff right then it's like we do, we of course no one does that but right yeah no absolutely yeah. okay what's right. number three now? let's see number three is ooh yeah it's don't settle we were talking about this last night yeah um, and th- don't settle could mean a lot of things like uh, like uh, your career your relationships we were talking about mm-hmm. we we both had these uh, each had a, a friend you could say of a similar variety or similar archetype that had a certain representation to us where they were very close very uh a, you know a big part of our life throughout throughout the years and eventually our self-worth just started growing as we grew as people and it came to a point where we could not settle we could not put up with the uh, imbalanced relationship but many do out of guilt mm-hmm. and they stay in situations right. where they know they're better than but when you when you it's about what you act how do you demonstrate that if you don't then your life will keep reflecting to you that old self image that even though you may maybe have a new self image is not really being demonstrated right yeah and it's like we we were speaking about this last night and it's like it's our right. It's your right. It's your human right to be in relationships and jobs that are pleasing to you. You don't need to be in relationships that like are associated with guilt and shame and negative, you, negative just, emotions. Yeah. And yeah, drain right. you. Negative emotions it, and negative mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, every human being has the right to be happy and that's, powerful just having that knowledge Mm -hmm. 
I know I totally agree, but being in the situation is tough. It's tricky. Yeah. It's like easy well, to, to hear for that. For years. But. Yeah. For years, we both were in, in with this friendships that we were both like, God, I just, how do you stop being friends with someone you've been friends with for 15 years, you know, right. 10 years? Yeah. And I know for me, what just came down, what happened, started happening with me is I, prior to like parting ways civilly as best I could, I could sense that this relationship was just not going to withstand the test of time. Mm -hmm. it's, there's a separation occurring, but because, because of the guilt, mm -hmm. the fact that we've been friends for so long, this, this time investment, I, I like ignored my instincts and, and sort of clung to it. And what happened was I just continued there, 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 there continue to be more obvious signs right. that yeah. you that you are, couldn't ignore anymore. Couldn't ignore yeah. where like this person just continued to kind of like screw me over in a sense, but it wasn't his fault. I was allowing, it. I was settling. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as long as I was, if I would have continued settling, I would not have met my friend Aaron. Right. These higher level, more high, like resonant relationships mm -hmm. that are fulfilling on all levels. Right. Um. They don't come in when we when we settle right. and that stems from our, our self image. Uh, yeah. Essentially, we don't think we can do any better than we don't try. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you I, had a situation very similar, right? With, with, uh, I'm not gonna name, name the name of course, but a friend you had a yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like go into that and into detail, but yeah. Okay. Um, when, when, yeah, she, I was talking about, a much older friend. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, now I can get into that. So, yeah, well, okay, so what happened was I kept having this situation with my friend and I'd be like, man, if I just met this person now, I would not be friends with her because I just don't really enjoy being around her that much. And for me, it was it was um, after we moved to Florida and when we came back we had already grown apart. So it was like easy kind of falling away yeah. sort of thing. Um, but we still, we did have like a little bit of an awkward situation that happened that I had to like be assertive in. And um, yeah, it was, I, I can go into detail. No, that I'm just curious on your take. No, that's, I think that's part of the difficulty yeah. is that, a lot of times the other person doesn't really know they, they and I right. feel for them. They're yeah. like, well, why is Victor like not coming around anymore? Right. And, and because some people still, they hold on, they, they have a memory of the way it used to be. And they think that that's their, the reality of the friendship. When in fact, it's not usually like that mm -hmm. relationships, they change over time. And if there's one person that thinks it's been exactly the same the whole time, generally that's not accurate. Right, right, right. But anyways, we, we, we encourage you guys to take our <laughs> advice, but we also sympathize with the situation we've both been in. It wasn't easy for us. We probably clung longer than would have been good for us. But now, I for, for, for me, I'm much more quick to say no yeah. and, cut and like cut people out. I, yeah. because, I, it's, because I've developed that sense of self-worth, I know what I'm, I'm worth and I demand a certain, I have expectations much higher now in terms of relationships and just what I'm going to put up with in any situation in life. Right. Yeah. You know? And that I've had a couple of learning lessons with that recently, but, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it's, it's wonderful when you finally have the friendships that are reciprocated in 
the same way. Yes. You know, it's, it's pretty amazing. Actually. It is. And I know a lot of people that listen might not yet. Yeah. Like we, it's sort of a newer thing for us. The past couple of years, we finally, after all this time and all this inner work and all this stuff and challenging freaking yeah. relationship scenarios, one half to the other. Now we finally are attracting, we've attracted like our soul tribe and they're mm-hmm. just coming in fast. We have like a, a whole, a whole ton of people we associate with and really close friends as well. Yeah. Um, and like, if you had to call us like two years ago, we had like nobody. No. We, had, we were in that void. So yeah. it happens. It works out, you guys. But and if it you does, keep settling, it won't. Exactly. And once you stop settling, then it happens quickly. Then you're like, oh man, I just met this person and they're so awesome. And we're just always on the same page and we agree on everything. And, you know, we have so much in common. And even when we disagree, it's like, still a like a wonderful thing you know it's yeah you know it's, yeah yeah cool well that was a good one we'll move on let's see we did three four is do the work the dun, dun, inner dun. work do yeah. the inner work um so i think we all know what that is and i'll give an example last night patty and i spent a long couple of days for us uh-huh. we, we had a, a camping trip last night and we took a little bit of uh, mushrooms and we're sitting by the fire drinking some wine and she had said, I just had a thought anyway. I had a thought about my future and like where am I going in this next year. And all of a sudden I had this like this like rush of uh, like fear energy kind of that was like, like almost like the medicine I took was almost using it as an opportunity to say, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to deal with mm-hmm. this. Like, but my point is. I, what did I do? I took like, I, I said, I'm going to just be in my own little moment for a while. Mm-hmm. Remember I took, yeah, time took the time to, to process. kind of like process, like, you know, now is apparently a, a good time to go through some of my inner fears about the future and all that kind of stuff. But mo- a lot of people and myself in the past never took the time to do the inner work. Right. I would, I would learn the hard way. I would let life reflect these inner challenges and, and unresolved issues in physical form in like these disastrous situations. Now it's like, yeah. I don't need to have these tragedies and crazy things going on because when the, the emotions come up that I can tell it, these are, it was like a heavy emotion that yeah. came up. I gave myself time. I used, mm-hmm. switched the music, which was very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and I took about, I don't know, half hour to kind of like contemplate and do that. Now I'll do that as often as I need to. And, and you are the yeah. same way. Would you, right? Yeah, I do that. I, I, I have my moments where it's exactly like that, you know, and, but that's why I like working with the, with plant medicine, because for me, it's like, it's a very quick, easy way to like purge that out, but you don't need to do that. A plant medicine no. to have those extreme it purges you know there's many many different things that you can do that will help you know to um to release that in fact one of the thing one of the things that i used to do was um i used to look myself in the mirror and say i love you to myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and that was as easy as that sounds it was the most difficult thing for me to actually do because i couldn't do it I couldn't right. say it and look myself in the eyes in the mirror and say it and mean it. I knew I was lying to myself, you know, so it took a long time. And, you know, the first time that I actually did that, um, actually, no, it was, it was, uh, I had to name 10 things I liked about myself. Mm-hmm. I got to like three, 
Really? And that was it. Yeah. And then I started crying. But that was a big release. You know, trying to name 10 things you like about yourself is, you know, challenging at times when you're feeling very low. Yeah. It's funny when I was doing like the one-on-one awakening coaching, in the beginning, I would have a lot of my clients do that, say positive affirmations Mm -hmm. in the mirror, not to train their subconscious mind, but because I knew it would kick up. Right. It It, It would facilitate a purge within them. Yeah. And a lot of people would say... Like you'd think it'd be easy. Like right. oh, it'd take me like about thirty seconds. It's no big deal. It's not hard. They're not hard words, and but it, emotionally, it's, it can be very, very challenging because yeah. it makes you aware of those aspects within yourself that contradict yeah. that statement. So you, because you know your truth. So when you're yeah. saying a lie or something that you don't believe, you know. And you're like, well, it makes you more conscious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's just one example of inner work. You know, me and you are always is with medicines aside, we will take time to process whenever necessary. Yeah. Like I can always sense when I'm going through something, there's like some emotions coming up and we, and that's basically like, as we let go of these self-limiting beliefs and, 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 uh, you know, heavier picked up emotions that sort of lets our self-worth grow naturally. No, we yeah. don't have to make it grow always. It's just about letting go of all the contradictions to the truth of who we actually are, yeah. which is the inner work. That's where it all comes, where mm-hmm. it comes in. We make time for yeah. it. We're busy. We have three kids and we're just busy people. And yet we've been doing that consistently a lot for, for a decade, basically, yeah. you know, for sure. maybe even more. Well, for me, definitely. I started before we met. I mean, so did I, but you know, when I but, started yeah. coming clean off of heroin when I was like 19, mm-hmm. I was like 13, 14 years that's ago, when the, that's when I started. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not when I didn't. Yeah. It was right. the same age, not the same yeah. situation. Right. Okay. Last one. Number five, uncover your deepest self by pursuing your passion. I'm going to tell you guys something very interesting I learned. A lot of times I think we, we have our life. And then it's like, how do I look at that honestly and, and, and blow up my self-image when the reality is I maybe I haven't done amazing, crazy things. What I've learned through just my journey of following my passion is it, it, it helped me peel back the layers to deeper, deep, very deep aspects of myself that transcend this lifetime to the point where I almost don't even take credit sometimes like my YouTube videos and people like compliment me. That is literally me letting go and letting my sort of soul speak Mm -hmm. through me. And I don't have to rely on Victor and his limited, you know, 34 years of life and what he's done to sort of try to fabricate this self image. I let go and those deeper layers of myself, they come through. And Mm -hmm. then my mind's like, wow, Good one, Vic. But the way that happened is by following my passion, which drew me outside of my comfort zone into the challenges necessary to reveal who I was to myself. And it becomes almost a channeling experience for not just me, other people I've met who have been following their passion for quite some time. Right. Yeah. Anything you want to add about like you were saying just the encourage to encourage people just to make time for their passion, even if it's nothing like a mission, just more like painting or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Like for me, because my the passion that I feel for shamanism and plant medicine and all that, that's like a big learning process. So and sometimes that's what it is for people. But if it's, some, you know, and if that's the case, uh, what I just do is I 
get guided to different books about it. And I read the book and I just take the time to read and I take the time to educate myself on these matters. And I take the time to do the ceremonies and, 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 you know, have my journeys and stuff so I can actually, um, learn and experience that and, and doing that and having those experiences, it's been so helpful, honestly, to me. Yeah. That, that passion energy that would compel you to read a book that just happens to catch your attention. Right. Um, there's a, it strings together and many times people will like slowly follow their passion because logically it doesn't always make sense. Like I'm into essential oils. That's my passion. That's my purpose. And then it's like, it shifts. And Mm -hmm. why am I in? bored with this and intrigued by like basketball or shamanism or something. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're always like second guessing the passion energy. But I right. found is that as you just read that book and then when you're done it with the book, there's something some, else, yeah. right? Maybe it's right. just painting. You've been doing these color things recently. It's all mm-hmm. connected and it all will help you ex- in the fastest way possible. Strip away the illusion and uncover who you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in fact, I'm going to share a personal moment, um, with you guys. Hopefully I don't get like choked up, but last night, um, as we were like talking and Victor was having his moment, um, I realized that it was like, oh, just over 10 years ago I had, um, we had taken some mushroom medicine (laughs) as well. And, um, that was when I really realized how I felt about myself and, what was the way you put it just to let them know? I, I hated, I hated myself yeah. and the mushrooms, uh, were not shy about showing me that. And it was, it was very traumatic when I realized like, God, I actually hate myself. That's really sad. But last night I actually realized that it's, it's been like a 10 year plus journey for me and my, um, on my journey to self-love, I guess. And I finally like am in a place where I actually do feel love for myself and I know my worth and I know my power now. And it's, it's was very profound to, to actually have that and that experience. And I got like real choked up and I remember it was beautiful beautiful to see, I could just see your, uh, I never, I never believed that that was something that I would experience in my lifetime. So to actually have that experience was very powerful for me. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm glad you did. That was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I I was there for it. So I, I was very like happy for you. Yeah. 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 There's a, the, the reason I brought this up, my friend, is that I feel very strongly that this time we're living in is going to really help bring you life will bring you what you need. So you, can find your own self-worth and realize like who you are and it's always much bigger and more impressive than the mind can conceive but it's a time that where I think a lot of people it's important for those who have been doing the work to know their power and start yeah. acting from it and that doesn't mean like always with confidence necessarily like I have right. all these things coming up, writing books, doing like live events, these retreats, all these things scare me a lot, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do them because I know it's important as part of my work. 
Right. And we just want to encourage you guys to follow your calling, follow your heart, even when it's scary. And along the way, you find yourself. You find yeah. out, wow, you're capable all along. Your self-worth is just something that's always been there. And it's more about getting your mind on board and more in alignment of an accurate way of viewing yourself. Yeah. But You want to get your mind and your heart in sync yeah. with, with each other because that is where your power comes out. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense what I just said? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like we we did our best with these five things that hopefully inspire you and compel you and encourage you and support you in your uh, your pursuit of self-worth because we've increased ours quite a bit over the years. It's yeah. still not better. In fact, I didn't have that moment as Patty had. I'm still working through a lot of stuff, but that's okay. I've gotten a lot better and as my self-worth has improved so far, so is my life. Right. And everything is comes in waves. So like right now I feel really good, but that doesn't mean that I won't have bouts of insecurities or, or, you know, feelings of unworthiness come up it's just sure. oh, you yeah. know like that's life and and when those feelings do come up then i will be doing the inner work to figure out why they're coming up and for what reason and what purpose right yeah right. cool we're gonna we're gonna take a moment after this and celebrate our awesome podcast yeah. as we are, <laughs> take your own advice here and we are gonna we're gonna peace out um we're starving we're gonna go eat we just got back yeah. from the gym and you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your love and your support yeah, and your thank comments. Thank you guys so much. Beautiful. Peace out, my friends. Namaste. Namaste.